Hey, everybody, we're GFBS. We're Grand Fork's best source on a dirty Thursday. How about that? For the first time in a while, the Bullring Boys are back. Chad Hoff in the studio, along with River City Speedway Hall of Famers Jeff Liebrich and Kevin Papenfuss. Man, it's going to be a great day. Uh, by the way, National Nut Day today. And Smart is Cool Day. So I got a couple of things going for me today. Show, by the way, brought to you by Executive Properties. You know they're talking all this snow and everything coming? Well, not only is Executive Properties probably the best type of commercial and residential work contractors, well, they also do snow removal. Yeah, that's right. Over 30 years of experience in the contracting business, Barry Romo and the guys at Executive Properties can take care of you. They do everything, too. All types of commercial and residential work. They've got some great senior and referral discounts. They're willing to work with any budget. And you heard about the snow removal. Yeah, I know. Have you even got your shovel out yet? For all your general contractor needs, call them up. Executive Properties, 701-330-1273. Or go to executiveproperties.org. Got some awesome reviews on Facebook and Google, too. You're going to love their work. They're the one-stop company that can do it all for you. Know these guys. They do awesome work. Executive Properties. Get a hold of them, all right? All right, time now for our daily segment called Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Uh, Did you guys hear um, Bubba Wallace is now going to work for a telephone company? Yeah, Bubba's going to work for a telephone company. Uh, Now he can finally get on the pole. All right, there's my jokes my neighbor tells me. Paul, what do you think about that one? Uh, No, you didn't like that one, Chad? Producer Paul? Uh, I'm trying to find Chad here. There you are. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, if uh, you have any questions, any comments, you want to text us, you want to call us, our phone number. (laughs) Oh, sorry. What do you want me to do? Our phone number, by the way. We're putting shades on each other. Oh, oh you're doing that thing. We're making this thing hip. You are. <laughs> if you want to call or text, 701-213-0863. The phone number, 701-213-0863. Uh, Chad Hoff, good to have you back in the studio, man. Happy to be back, bud. Glad to be here today. Just crazy work at the shop and stuff, so it's tough to get away on uh, snowy days and busy, mm. you know. But we're going to have three months of hell, and we'll be back at it. It'll be slow again in January. So. Yeah, this, this time of the year, everybody figures out, hey, wow, I need new tires. It's amazing to me that they don't plan it until the day of. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, I need tires today. Oh, yeah, you sure do. But yeah. you should have thought that a week ago. After they get pulled out of the ditch by the wrecker, <laughs> and the wrecker driver says, you know yeah. what? You need new tires. And we try to help everybody as much as we can, but... It's tough when you're, we're booked right now until Tuesday, so it's really? going to be really hard for us to work something in, but wow, we usually do pretty good about that. Um, what are you trying to do here now? Oh, okay. Okay. I don't want the, ca- the camera adds 30 pounds. We talked about this before. We need a bigger camera. Why is it so close to my face? <laughs> Stand up. What is this? All right. <laughs> Jeff's looking at me like, what the hell? All right. Enough of you. Short guy over here. <laughs> Short guy over here. Uh, welcome to the studio. First time guest, Jeff Liebrick. Kevin Pappenfuss, how are you, fellas? Just Great. dandy. Just dandy. Hall of Famers. Uh, you've been in the Hall of Fame, Jeff, for how long now? Just a couple of years? Uh, last year. And yeah. same with you? Two years. Two, Two years. years. Two years. Now, if you think about it, um, and we're going to go through a lot of stuff here, but uh, first off, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself there, Jeff. As far as where? As far as whatever you want to talk about. How, he's like, well, how far do you want me to go back? Well, started racing in 78 with Bruce Hart and uh, started building street stocks. Had no idea what, we're the, what the hell we were doing. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> and I think it was a 1963 Mercury Monterey. Mm-hmm. And it had a 410 in it. Oh, it did? Yeah, 410 Ford. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was a knockoff of a 390. But. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but Built the thing with uh, old street sign cast iron pipe. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, found him out at the dump at Laramore. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Started building a roll cage. And... and the rest is history. How'd you do in that car? Not well. <laughs> <laughs> we had a driver, a high school buddy named Eric Callahan that drove it. Mm-hmm. But actually, it was Bruce. Bruce, Bruce was the owner and... Steve Anderson from Laramore, not related to mm-hmm. the Steve Anderson that races the Grand Forks, but uh, 
it was those those two guys' idea. Okay. And uh, I just lived across the street from Bruce and kind of helped out. And it was a year after my car accident, so Bruce got me out of the house. Though, okay. Okay. To do stuff. So. So in in all your years of racing, uh, you've been an owner, uh, mechanic, and all that kind of stuff. Never did you ever drive a race car? Uh, I actually back when Jerry Grindy had the racetrack back mm-hmm. in the early eighties, I. Uh, Actually, uh, I had a 73 Mustang, 351 Cleveland, and he had these one-on-one races, cars off the street, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you just did two-lap circle drag start at the beginning. I did that, and then I got, that's when I got the nudge to start owning the cars sure. and building them, and I was going to race my first Plymouth. Yeah. And I chickened out, so. <laughs> <laughs> you ever do any damage to that Mustang when you were out there doing two laps? No, but it was about a... $10 car wash after that. <laughs> and that was a lot of money back that's then. That's a lot of that money. That was a lot of money in 1982. I think yeah. I was probably racing with him that night. I had my wife Snova out there. <laughs> <laughs> I come I home. I didn't really know you that well then. So. I came home, and the car is just covered in mud. And my Rick wife was looked happy at about that. She yeah. goes, what the hell? I said, oh, I took a gravel road on the back way from Grand Forks. <laughs> Tell my dad came over to the house and said, you know, you need to turn that thing into a race car. It freaking handles really good. Oh, no. Oh, uh, boy. Dad ratted him out. You, yeah, blame it on dad. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was not good. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how my wife's Toyota Camry would do on something like that. That'd be, that'd be pretty fun. Uh, by the way, Sean, Amanda Joel, uh, Tori impressed. Martin, Scott Iverson, Sean. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Mana Joe says Jeff and Kevin both in the same show. Yep. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, uh, what? Tori Martin. Hi, John, Chad, Jeff, Kevin, Paul. Hi. All right. There we go. Uh, okay, Kevin, let's get to you now. Um, how did you get your start? Oh, well, I guess uh, my dad was a race freak and followed racing everywhere way before I was born. And and then they had a track outside of Park River, so we went every Sunday, and Dad, Dad never missed a race and dragged it. I, as long as I can remember, I was going to races, and so he kind of got us into it. And, and then I, my brother raced before me, and then I, had a, I was working for my brother-in-law at the airport, and when I decided to race, I had a 68 Camaro, and was at the races in Grand Forks, and... Came home uh, next morning and woke up and kicked the windshield out of it and said, we're going racing. <laughs> my br- brother-in-law pulls into the airport, and I'm in the car with my feet pushing the windshield out. He looks at me, what the heck are you doing? I said, we're going racing. So I converted. My wife's still mad about it because I wrecked that 68 Camaro. <laughs> my dad pulls up and just shakes his head. and Oh, God. Well, he, would, he didn't want me to race. Mm-hmm. He says, ask too much money. I ain't going through this again with, after Keith. And, mm-hmm. Well, that was it. Never s- stopped until 25 years later. Wow. So you kicked, the, you kicked the windshield out of the first car, and then just let her buck, and then ever since then, it's just go time. Yeah. <laughs> just that was in the, the airport parking days. lot. Let's just kick this street, out. Street, that's the old street days, yeah. Yeah. Um, how many different classes did you race in your career? Um, I ran streets, hobby stocks. The second year I started out, they made me go super stocks. Which oh, was, yep, yep. It was, or it was kind of a kind of an in between a late and a street. Yep, I used to have a, a super stock actually. Yeah, yep. and back in the '79, and wow, I was running a street car. But the only thing is, I had two uh, piping outside of the front of the car was sticking out. So. Until I wrecked it, and I <laughs> took the pipe off and put it inside and ran streets. But yeah, yeah, and ran lates. Uh, cosmetic super, rules. Our super cosmetic stock, rules. The new super stocks. Bought a modified once from Rick Auckland, and the next day after I bought it, they canceled modifieds in Grand Forks. Oh, jeez! So I turned and sold it to a guy in Langdon and mm-hmm. bought us then bought a super stock from Bruce Hart. Wow! Wow, Jeff. You got your start. We talked about that. How many different classes of cars have you owned? And built. And built and wrenched on? Streets, hobbies, limited sprint, and 410 sprint. 
I'm guessing, uh, what's your favorite of the four classes you just mentioned? <laughs> you see that look? If Hobby we, stocks, I think. Yeah. <laughs> if we had a censored button, we could probably use it at that point in time. That look said it all. Like that. that There's where you should have put the smoke coming out of somebody's ears, was that, right there. That look was straight. Listen, mom. Listen. As much fun as we had in Hobby Stock, I. Sprint cars is the only way to go. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you working with Jade Hastings now? Yep. Uh, Since the start. The kid is uh, doing really well. Yeah. I mean. Um, yeah. What a phenomenal know, talent. Yeah. And, and you yeah. know, we see it when these guys start. Um, you can see when they start showing flashes of brilliance. You can see when they sit on their you-know-what for just a split second and lose that flash of brilliance. Yep. And you get closer and closer to that first win, and before you know it, you're winning all the time. The kid won a bunch of money this year, with uh, especially with the uh, the, bounties. the bounties and yeah. stuff like that. But uh, you, you kind of found yourself a gem there. Tell us, how did that work out? How did you get involved with him? Well, it was the night before Thanksgiving on uh, 2013. Was the night before, yeah? Yes. Let's and, get a book. Uh, I was sitting in Denny's lounge one night. At no the way. Denny's bar, and uh, of course, it's it's a ritual the night before Thanksgiving. Everybody mm-hmm. gets to the bars, you know. <laughs> so sitting there, and uh, here walks in uh, Steve Lemoyne and Sean Lyons and uh, John Tibetelsky, and so I went down and started BS with them. And they go, "We need to talk to you," and they're all looking at me serious. I'm like. Okay, he goes, well, they grabbed a case of beer. We went five blocks down the street to my house and mm-hmm. sat at my kitchen table. Had the garage all warmed up? No, no, we oh, sat no, at the oh, kitchen oh, table. Ooh, so. this is a big meeting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. This went in the house. So after we cracked a couple of beers and sat there, and he says, uh, Steve goes, we want you to help us find a sprint car, and we got a kid that we're going to put in the sprint cars here, 15-year-old Jade. Mm-hmm. At the time, he was 15. And I go, who's Jade Hastings? And yeah. they started telling me that they kind of helped him mm-hmm. through his younger years and go karts yep. and yep. stuff. And I'm alone. Are you guys serious about this? <laughs> and they're like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Who'd you get that first car from? You remember where they bought it, the first one? They bought it uh, from a guy in Quezon, Minnesota. Um, a guy I didn't really get along So it wasn't a local guy? Now, I had a run-in with this guy once in Minot uh, during a, uh, an ASCS show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He doesn't like me. But, uh, <laughs> but the car actually came from Mark Dobmeyer. Okay. Do you like him, that guy? I think he's okay. Yeah? The guy that doesn't like you? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was going to well, say, if you want to mention his name, I don't care. I can't think of his name at the moment. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about No, 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 no. <laughs> Everybody likes Dob Meyer. I was going to say the opposite. No one likes Mark <laughs> Yeah. So when you when you saw hey, Jade go, when you saw Jade go the first time out in a sprint car, what was your first thoughts? Knowing you've been around this for a long time, you can see talent. You can you can judge that. But when you saw him run the first time out there, what was your first initial thought of him? Well, the transition from going to a go kart to a sprint car, going some something that doesn't have a suspension to something that does have a suspension. Right, you're gonna feel roll in the chassis and stuff, and and all I'm thinking is don't hit the wall. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he had his problems with spinning out a few times, but all in all, he hasn't wrecked that much. Right in seven seasons, you know. So he, no, he had a few. Awesome. He had a few mishaps at first couple of years, but uh, nothing. He's only been on his head twice. Yeah, right. Mishap in RideOutCar.com victory lane one time. Well, one time this year. <laughs> then we joked about it afterwards. We said that, too. As every, now, now you see him more often, so I talked to him a little bit more. And, and I always, he'd get out of the car and, congratulations, man, one hell of a race, but watch the language. Yeah, I got yeah, you. Man. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> no F-bombs. Yeah, no F-bombs today. Because uh, right after he did it, he looked at me and he goes, I was like, it's okay. It's, yeah. it's done. He it's feels just, bad yeah, when he yeah. does something wrong. So. Yeah. And, yeah. And, you know, the thing is, in the heat of the moment, too, you just want yourself a, a – Nice race uh, oh. at a very hard track to win at. Very competitive and race. And you know what? I'm guessing he probably didn't even realize that that, that it slipped out. But um, probably, uh, just, probably not till yeah. after the fact. But probably hey. When the adrenaline gets going. You know, yeah, so. exactly. In other words, that's Jade Hastings. I'm okay. Yep. It's good. Uh, yeah, five minutes later, he's just calm as a cat. Yeah. <laughs> you could see his competitiveness, too. You know, when uh, he was racing against Kyle Larson. Yeah. He was like one of the only people. I thought he was going to put Kyle into the wall there for a second. <laughs> 
After Kyle lapped him, he stayed right with him. He started following his line. Yep. And he went, oh, this is how you do it. <laughs> and then he then he placed, I think, top 15 in Fargo the next day, didn't he? I think he was uh, the highest highest placing NOSA driver in the field, I think he was. Yeah, I'm sure it's 13th or 14th. Yeah. Wow. Like yeah. Uh, Adam watching Tom Corcoran. Jeff is a closet LM guy, LOL. <laughs> um, I don't know what LM means. I don't know what late LM model. Means I think you're. Uh, I think you're a closet model. late. Do you see that look? Once again, we need that. I get, I get that from an old bald-headed fart like Tommy. Did you? You have a wah 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 button. Uh, let me see here. How's <laughs> oh, that? Uh, Amanda Joe, pretty serious. If you have to take the business to the kitchen table at Jeff's, uh, Terry Blacklance, what's up? Number one hundred one. Boa, Timmy Riopelle, tell Jeff not to get technical. He's hey, Jimmy, been great for doing? the sprint people. <laughs> oh, Boa. <laughs> I think he's working out of his house now. Uh, we're going to take a quick little break here. Time to give somebody a shout-out, and uh, we're going to give a shout-out to uh, Burgraff's Ace Hardware and Paint. Ace, the helpful place located in South Washington Street in the corner of the Grand Cities Mall. You know, your local Ace Hardware store has everything you need. I mean, everything, man. Craftsman tools, Weber, Big Green Egg, Napoleon, Traeger Grills, Yeti Coolers, Steel Power Tools, and, of course, Benjamin Moore Paints. You can see their full list of department and store services at acehardware.com. Call them up, 701-738-0455. Burgraff's Ace Hardware is where we go to get, well, I got to do is look at like the uh, Gorilla Tape and uh, all the stuff hanging around here. It's all (laughs) stuff we bought and taped from uh, Ace Burgraff's Ace Hardware. They have it all. Tell them Grand Fork's best source sent you. And I also want to give a shout out to uh, Greg over at uh, Gateway Sports. Went in there yesterday to have some work done on my four-wheeler. He did a great job, and uh, he wants to remind people out there, uh, if you've got a snowmobile and it's carbureted, uh, you should probably have it looked at, all right? Uh, they basically, when you have a carbureted snowmobile, you have what's called a carburation day, just like they do at Indy. Uh, go get your carbs checked, because they're probably going to be need to be cleaned. Uh, your high facts, skags, skis, belt, clutches, accessories. He's got a lot of great accessories. And if you haven't winterized your uh, watercraft yet, you should probably call him and get that done, too. Uh, love Greg. Uh, he's such a good guy. Gateway Sports, right on Gateway, right by the racetrack. What a great spot. 701-746-9554 is his number at Gateway Sports. The legendary number 101 from Jory Berg. How about that? Kevin, got to feel kind of good. Uh, both you guys. I mean, it doesn't matter. Jeff Liebrecht, Kevin Pappenfuss, uh, before I even knew you guys, I knew you guys. It, it, it felt like that. Uh, Kevin, I don't know if it's because you used so, won so many races and the same with you, or just because Pappenfuss is kind of fun to say. Yeah. <laughs> it's like my hero. Yeah? Bob Bockwitz. Okay. Uh, I can't believe he's not in the Hall of Fame. He's just one of the greatest. Should I be. love the guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just love Bob. The reason I started liking him because he had a harder name than me. <laughs> and I thought, that is my new hero. Yeah. yeah. Tell you what, I got stuck doing the World Junior Hockey Tournament one year, and uh, I had, like, Kazakhstan and Russia and all of these European teams. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy, you should have heard. They, it, was like a, it was like a butcher shop, uh, me <laughs> saying their names. Just chopping it up. It, it, and I was always told, as long as you sound like you know what you're talking about, they'll believe you. Yeah. <laughs> So I'd rattle off these names from up, you know, I was doing the MC and, and yeah. I'd rattle off these names and you'd see the guys down there chuckling and elbowing each other like uh, stupid right. American butchered our names again. Yeah, but. no, I, I you, yeah, heart, names are tough for announcers sometimes. But when you see the person that you recognize it with, you know, a lot of people are, are just commenting on you right now. I mean, just the legendary, you know, the great Kevin Pappenfuss, you know, and then you got people out there that are thankful for Jeff and all the wisdom and advice he's given out through his whole life so far. Amanda Joe is thankful for that. I mean, the best thing about this, we talk this about every, every time we come out here, is race family. And you guys are yeah. heart and soul of that. When you look at advice you want to give out or you know the legendary status of what you've done and how you guys have grown in the sport, when you want to know something or want to, uh, like say, if you're new to the game, mm-hmm. Okay, and you probably want to have a, some advice how to set up a sprint car. Why the hell wouldn't you want to go talk to Jeff? Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. Half of them don't listen. So. Yeah, <laughs> uh, look at his car, guys. Where's the camera? Look at his car. Um, it's Jade Hastings. It runs up front. 
he wins a lot. Let's listen to Jeff. Yeah. It, it, it's just, and those things like that, when people look at you and you got people like us are sitting here and we get to, we get to interview you guys. That's pretty freaking cool. And then you got people like wishing they would be here to talk to them. Mm-hmm. So my job's pretty good. I'm just listening. You know, Tom, uh, <laughs> just listening. Tom Corcoran is, uh, oh, he's engaged with us now, guys. Uh, this Uh-oh. podcast would really be interesting. Live from the table in Jeff's garage after a couple of bush lattes. We're going to be doing that later. And, and Jeremy, <laughs> uh, Jeremy Kvami said, yikes. <laughs> yikes. Um, yeah, getting, Jeremy, come over too. So. Yeah. Uh, getting back to you now, Jeff, how good does it feel to, to be able to take a kid like Jade Hastings, mold him, work with him, teach him? I mean, I know you guys have got a couple of pretty good guys on that crew over there, but uh, that's got to be as fun as as being in the car itself. I mean, the satisfaction's got to be crazy good. The best part about this whole deal is those four guys, Steve, John, Sean, and Jade, they've been around each other for mm-hmm. ever. Right. And they work well together. Yeah. Um, these guys eat, live, breathe racing. They have no bad habits. That, that, I mean, if they go out and drink, it's Friday night only mm-hmm. during the winter. Yep. They go out and have dinner on Friday night. Other than that, they're in that shop almost every day of the week for four or five hours, tinkering mm-hmm. with something or making sure that things are okay. But there's a reason we don't have mechanical failures. Right, right. And, and people don't realize how much. You don't just load it up and show up to the track on Friday well, and go. When you got a guy like Sean Lyons mm-hmm. and our motor builder, Chuck Thompson, calls him the crack detector. Yeah, and yeah. And it drives Chuck nuts because he finds anything that's wrong. Right. <laughs> And he'll find a little crack in something, and I wish I had eyesight like that now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Sean, yeah, he's the crack detector, you know. Um, uh, got another text from Jordan Adams. Uh, we get lucky enough to park next to 8H most weeks. Jeff is very knowledgeable. He'll help you out all the time with any questions. Parking next to Jade every week, though, uh, makes me feel bad about myself. <laughs> It's fun parking next to Jordan. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, ooh. Let's see. Makes me fat about myself. Uh, let's see. Watching him celebrate winning so much. Also, anytime a guy wrecks, the 8H crew is first to there to help to put anything back together. I got That's your awesome. back, John. Wow. Wow. Yeah, um, Devil, Devil's Lake Mad Thrash was a... That was... That was... And I've got the sideboard off of, of Jordan's card ready to hang on my ceiling. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. That, that was this year. Yeah, that right? was this year back and, in June. Yeah. And we and when Jordan wrecked there and he that that was astonishing to me when I was sitting there and announcing and then watching that twenty A car come out for the feature, I was like, Holy cow. Yeah. Mm. And then it all went on behind. Well, we that. had about four crews working on that car to get it back together. I mean that's just like we did Casey Mack's car here a couple of years ago when so he we talked and started tail end and won it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we yeah. talked race family and there it is. There, you know, you guys race fans only get to see so much. They only get to see what goes on. Uh, at the grandstands, you know what I mean? If they really got to understand how much goes on behind that backstretch and how much work involved and stuff like that to go on to make sure you guys put on a show that's competitive and, and you know, be entertaining to the crowd that's there, I think there'd be more love in the, more love for dirt track racing mm-hmm. instead of the crap you see sometimes on Facebook yep. getting posts. Yep, and, and, you know, that's one of the things we try to do with this show yeah. uh, as far as bringing everybody that has anything to do with dirt track racing. Yes. I mean, you wait. We're going to have a racer's wives couple of segments coming up, too. Oh, then yeah. things might so, get interesting. Are you so for get that, a are we going to get a TV show? With yeah, are, we gonna, are we going to bring we'll in see. wine for those shows? Yeah, maybe we could get Amber to come up, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I, I was going to quit my 20th year. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, Ryan, my son, was about a year and a half old, two years old. And I told the wife, I said, that's it. I'm done. I'm yeah. tired. I can't do it anymore. She goes, no, you got to keep going. I go, what do you mean? She hated racing till first ter- 10 years I raced. Mm-hmm. She couldn't stand it. Never been to one till she met me. Right. I, and she, she goes, got a Mike Johnson shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's still like brand new. And I go, what do you mean? That's I got to awesome. keep going. I said, I, I got to quit. She goes, no, your son's got to watch your race. Yeah. I said, I'd have to race for about five more years before I'd even remember it. Wow. I did five years. He wasn't interested. Not I shut it down. Yeah. So is that pretty much the reason why you shut her down? Then he's like five years. Like, hey, I'm now I'm tired. Well, I, I started my own paint business 
yeah, when I was living in Grand Forks, and we were painting. Like, and he mowed my lawn, too. Yeah, I mowed and snow, I did a snow removal. We did that, and I was working up to 20 hours a day, and I right. just, it was just killing me, and I couldn't do it anymore. And when I announced I won the feature the second to last night, the last night I was leading it by a half lap. <laughs> I blew the transmission out because they added three laps to the race. Oh, shoot. They wouldn't if I would have won it. But Brad Sang wouldn't have won the national championship. Oh, yeah. If I would have, if I would have won, Brad would have got second in the national championship. So you can look right at the camera there, Kevin, and say, "You're welcome, Brad." You're welcome, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> Brad. Brad told me he was sitting in the car, and when I pulled off, I was going down the front straightaway by the flagman when it blew. I just pulled right off, and Brad oh. goes, "There is a God." Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Year before, John Sites. Me and him got together on the white flag in turn in one and two, and I ended up with a flat. We got together, and if I if I had won it, I was ahead of him. If I led the whole feature, if I had won, John would have got second in national championship. Wow! Oh wow! You're like you're, where would you ended up? Huh? Where would you would have ended up national championship wise? Um, I finished. I didn't run that. I didn't, didn't travel first. as much as those guys. No, they had yeah. to put. They put in like a hundred shows. Mm-hmm. A year. Wow! Yeah. yeah, you have to to run for national points. I put in thirty, and I finished in the top twenty out of I think it was close to seven hundred super stocks. Wow! <laughs> and how tough River City Speedway is? Up till then, most of the year uh, it was the top ten in super stocks national points was. John Sates, Brad Sang, Joey Peterson, and me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I only put in thirty shows, and they take your best thirty shows. Yep, yep. And I, I finished twentieth, which was in the money. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I, I felt like a rock at the bottom. I was like, I was top ten all the time, and well, I didn't race anywhere. You know, I just, I just raced for fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of national points, uh, Aaron Blacklance. Yeah, uh, just oh. saw something. Uh, he did really well. What he. I think he's second. Top, yeah, I think top two, top five for sure. Something like that. Um, I look. I'm, I'm guessing, uh, yeah, I'm guessing Terry, awesome. will, oh. Terry will shoot me a text back, but I saw something on Facebook about it. And uh, actually, uh, Jeff Liebrick, somebody says they have photo proof that you're a closet late model guy. <laughs> Said they have a picture of you uh, hanging out in the late model pits this summer. I believe it was uh, Tom Corcoran's pits. Because there's free beer. <laughs> and uh, Travis Strandell. Uh, he's starting to get it too. Uh, oh, running yeah. the uh, the outlaw sprint cars, uh, great icons for the sport. Jeff Liebrick and Kevin Pappenfuss are legends. Uh, Jeff Liebrick, oh, there we go. He's got the photo proof. I'll say <laughs> it was truly an honor to finally meet and speak to Kevin for the first time a couple of years ago. Truly a racing legend. Uh, that was from Amanda Joe. What's it make you guys feel like her. when 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 people are saying that you guys are legends in the dirt track world? I still can't believe it. I don't. I don't. I don't buy it. I mean, <laughs> I mean, is this something you ever imagined when you first started no. working on a on a dirt car? I think of Todd Mack or uh, right. Donnie Mack or yeah. uh, Tom Corcoran or. But I mean, you guys are now up at that level. I no, mean, people, not. everybody no, knows not. who you are. Wow, well, we're not at that level. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I think it's more so for everybody. I don't know. Should I straighten my tie? <laughs> should I straighten your tie out? <laughs> I think it's just the knowledge you guys have done. You know, you've obviously shown it on the track what you could do. The knowledge you bring, I mean, it's, I don't know. I think it the same way. You know, you, you, you look at this in that 8-inch car and you see Jeff come down. To, you're like, another hot rod, Jeff. Mm-hmm. Another hot rod. And and it's just that he's behind that. And then if I was, I wish I was around to watch Kevin race because seeing all these comments, like, I missed a legend, you know. Mm-hmm. I was lucky enough. I, I was lucky enough. Paul, the producer, produces oh, yeah, some Bush Latte Tall Boys. Uh, and and uh, I stand to correct myself, uh, you were actually in the uh, 84 late model pit when that picture was taken. Yeah, Joshua. Was Joshua oh, yep. And that, a, that's who's uh, texting me. Thanks, Josh. Yeah, and I was sitting there talking to Tom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he was in that pit, but talking to Tom. <laughs> that guy is, I just, I love, I love his Facebook and that. I mean, what he races everything. Mm, yeah, he Josh, does. Oh, yeah, yeah. He does. Did you see the post that he did the other day? Uh-uh. Says that after all this, he had to quit racing, and, and then he le- left a list of everything that was for sale. <laughs> it was just classic. He yeah. could have an auction, right? 
I mean, but it was, I, I, it was I, household goods that it was. Oh, <laughs> I didn't see that. It was oh, household items. It was yeah. vacuum cleaners, dogs. It was I nothing think, to do with racing. It was all. I, it was a joke, but right. But I you think get, I you did get captured, captured into it, and you just start reading it. And then it's all the stuff he had for sale. Is like, oh, okay. You know, I, I actually think I ran into him, and um, uh, I think it was at uh, the bar in Thompson, right here, not that long ago. And, and and I'll be the first to admit, I don't know everybody. I should, but unless. You know, I might know what car they drive and all this stuff, but a lot uh, of them, I don't know what exactly what they look like. Or We you know, know cars. I, right. We and, know the and car. I, and I try to meet as many people as I can when I do get a chance to get down to the pits. But, uh, well, Josh, uh, we appreciate all your comments and stuff. Uh, I, I, <laughs> been, I think I bid on his vacuum cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> but during the, during the Sites Memorial Race, Josh was actually bidding for Lee Gross. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. He was, there. Oh, wow. He was there that weekend with him and... Uh, Sorry. That was actually kind of fun racing with Lee this year. Mm-hmm. It was the first time we got to. So. Sorry, Jeff. I'm going to say something. Okay, but sir. That, that Lee Gross car with that white and yellow wings, absolutely my favorite sprint car ever. Oh, the 360 he rode this year? Oh, that was a nice car, brings too. Brings me back to my childhood with Don Mack running mm-hmm. it. Oh, I just... Yeah, it's so plain when you, simple, but I just love that. Stuff. Yeah, so and let's look, just, at, look at late model stuff with him. Since he was at the sites, what'd you think of that ending of the sites? Oh, that's... Unbelievable. Well, you go to River City Speedway. Yeah. There's never a bad name. No. You had, you had a guy sneak care. down from Canada just to race yeah. it. Yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> He'd actually <laughs> been in the States for a while. Yeah. yeah. He, well, he's on a work visa back and forth, So, but he had to get his car down here. Yeah. And I don't know how Shane Edgerton was involved with that. I don't know those. I'm stories. not sure about that, but it was only him and Shane Edgerton. And every other late model driver there had a full crew. Mm-hmm. And still, the 21 was, I mean... That was a good race. AJ oh. and him went back and forth. I mean, that was phenomenal. You know, uh, was, the sights. And actually, who's that, that number six car that was in there, too? That, that oh, there, he was from white. Wisconsin. The, the, those three guys yep. were just going at it. Though. Wasn't that just cool? Oh, it's awesome. I mean, to have at the end, 90s, end of the year, what a good week. I was kind of hoping Joey was going to pull it nothing. off there at the end. Yeah. But he, hung oh. around, he hung around between fifth and seventh place the whole night. Yep. But I think his tires went away towards the end of the night. Yeah, right. Then he started falling back. But. And see, when when they pit in that middle, when they pit in that that fifty that gas lap, stop, that gas stop, you go. You walk, I just get to walk down. I'm I'm so damn lucky, you know. Yeah, Joey's I, like fifth or sixth. He was fifth time. or sixth. Yeah. I, I mm-hmm. talked to him a little bit, and then he started talking, and now you can hear people say about tires, or I don't know who's talking. See, what, Tommy, or, I pay attention to late model racing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's funny been, because it's funny because they're they're talking about how much gas they want to put in because they don't want to add too much weight. The car feels good right now. Yeah. Let's make sure we do this and that. And I mean, to think of that and watch 92 laps like we did and how competitive it was right to the end, right to the end. Hey, I mean, what if Dustin Strand, if he wouldn't have tipped her he was, he was moving yeah, too. He's oh. got the worst luck in the sights. Oh, yeah. I mean, he does. He's got terrible luck in the sights. Could, what's the biggest, what's the biggest sprint car race we could ever do? Something like that. Is there something available like that? Oh, I don't know how many laps they could make it. You got to throw stuff? in the cautions. Well, and... uh, well, yeah. Plus the tires on those things. We could do the Jeff Lip, Liebrick, uh, rem- or Jeff Liebrick, uh not uh, Memorial, but uh, fifty lapper. Hey, don't count them dead yet. Ninety four <laughs> lapper. Jeff's over there. Go. Yeah, wait a minute. Like, yeah, not breathe them dead, but just the Hall of Fame Jeff Liebrick race. Ninety four laps. No, yeah. No, no. yeah, that's something we could work on. How about a hundred and one late model lap? Oh yeah. yeah! Oh yeah. No, yeah! Now he's back. All right. Now, now, okay. Like, now, well, now, I let me. Care. I wouldn't have to drive. Let me put my two cents in here yeah, about the John Sites. A hundred one lap war and a ninety four lapper. Okay. okay. And again, this will just add fuel to my at, fire. You got to remember who the guy is screaming up there the whole time. And at fifty laps, oh, yeah. we'll get Doogie to go out and redo the track. Again, oh so. wow! That's that's the only thing about the John Sites that is hard on the vocal cords. Calling that one. I've raced a few hundred lappers. Have you players in Winnipeg? Wow. Them were fun. Yeah, I bet. I went, the last year I raced was in 1988. Yeah. And I brought my hobby stock and ran with the late models. Put aluminum rims on it and put a spoiler on the back, and I finished seventh. Wow. (laughs) Hundred laps. That's like an enduro race. That's well, I've I, done the enduro races too. Oh yeah, I used to do those up at Buffalo River. An enduro race. That's not laps, so that's just time limit, isn't it? No, no it's, it's laps lap. or it's time lap. or yeah. time. Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, Kevin, do does River City Speedway? Do they have one of your door panels? Yes. 
Okay, uh, they want to know if it's cool that they put it up. Uh, is it is it in the bar now? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, what, what cool about Kevin? Oh, would he ask me to put the door panel? Yeah, okay. That's Scott Iverson, a uh, guy that runs the uh, concession stands oh, there. Yeah. Um, in, in your years of racing, fellas, um, biggest win for your team, Jeff? Track championship 2003. Hands down. Talk about your driver then. Mike Johnson, best guy you ever want to meet. He's a hell, hell yeah. of a guy, isn't he? Yeah. No, we, we hooked up back in, well, we grew up, went to high school and stuff together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, actually, we were living together back in 84. And he had uh, screwed up his knee a few times. He, he was a world-class motocross racer, yeah. I, in my mind. And he was very good at it. And when Mike used to work in offshore oil rigs down in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. He'd uh, stay at his uncle Stanley's place in, uh, I can't remember the name of the town in Louisiana, but uh, when he had two weeks off from being out, out in, the, in the Gulf, he'd come back and he'd race motocross. Yeah. Well, the dirt down there is a lot different than the oh, yeah, dirt Yeah, it's here. red. And it's sand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he had a guy drove over his knee in a corner when, when he dumped the bike and... Uh, and ever since then, he had knee problems. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I'm going to get you out of that and stick you into a stock car. And it worked. Yeah, we did two years of hobby stocks, and then said, screw this, we're going right to sprint cars. Yep. <laughs> he should be in the Hall of Fame. And and, and I, I'm pretty sure he will. Let's uh, take a couple pictures. There, 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 that's the car. Uh, Mike's car, it, uh, Jeff owned and wrenched on, and that picture actually, by the way is going on our do so photography wall of fame today that car i actually bought from doug hulls that was one of brad pig's old cars wow wow Holy so cow. it used to that used to have articat colors on it that had articat yeah wow ditch on pickle on four wheels how about that <laughs> pickle on four all right let's take a look at kevin's there's that one and that one's going on the do so photography wall of fame also that was 88 nice that was checkered flag coming out the window Bob Sagan built that car for me. I brought a car in to have a new body in, put mm-hmm. on it. He looked at it. It was my brother's old late model. I was going to run it, run it. Not. It still had the. It had a stock stub. They were kind of converting to non-stock in the lates, and so Keith bought a new one. So I took it down, and oh, I'm going to make it into a hobby stock and have Bob put a new body on it. He looked at it and he said, "It's junk. Yeah, it's too slow." <laughs> he goes, "I know." Uh, he had this car. It was a late model. Had five nights on it. Hit the wall in Fargo and bent the front clip. So I can pick that car up for five hundred bucks. We'll clip it, put a body on it. You'll have the best car ever. When I got done, I spent two thousand bucks on it. Really, I only spent twenty bucks on it mm-hmm. because I the week before I went to a fireman's smoker and went and bought. Four thousand bucks at this. Oh. So that car oh, that justifies it right the, there. With a twenty dollar investment, I went in there and I paid cash for that car. That was the best car I ever had. New okay. refrigerator, new washer and dryer. Yeah, wife. <laughs> here's, I was gonna say, wife was smiling after. I was gonna say, yeah. here's the big question. The next morning. Okay, I was gonna say, did you tell your wife you won that money? I woke her up at four thirty in the morning. She was sleeping. <laughs> She, right away, she was pissed, and I was, I was probably kind of about three quarters to full, you know, been drinking, and I woke her up, and she's like, you know, crabbier and heck, and I started on on throwing all the cash on top of her. I said, here, I did pretty good. I said, I don't know how much I made, and she looked, and she started counting it. And, I love you, honey. Yeah. I said, I'll take you shopping. You're the bestest. <laughs> I'll take you shopping tomorrow. Yeah. Here's my list. Yeah. Oh. So that was a $20 car. I sold that to a guy from Adams after I ran it two years. I think I won about 40 features with that car. So this yeah. is this is this your last car you had? No. No. That was 88. Okay. So I, I Last car I had was uh, I ran uh, Affordable. And then, think, uh, well, one year I ran 12 nights with Mike Jeffords' car, a Bruce Hart car. Right. Thank God I didn't have to run against you so many times. And, you know, when when Mike and I were in hobbies, yeah. he, he went to late models for a couple of years and <laughs> stayed away from us. <laughs> <laughs> I just commented on Leo 
Yeah. Berkmeyer, he just got inducted in the mm-hmm. Hall of Fame. In Fargo. Fargo. Leo had he, over a thousand wins. Thousand. Yeah, a thousand. Is that crazy? I, I read that last night. I went, wow. Yeah. And I'm he goes in his main thing, because Don Mack got you yep. Know, yep. Which is cool, you know, and he goes, Oh, I get to be inducted with my hero. And I said, Thousand wins, Don Mack's probably thinking you're you know. <laughs> I said, I'm pretty sure he's proud of you too, you know, and I'm like, you are the dick trickle of North Dakota. Yep, yep. Like I call Tommy Corcoran, not a cold farmer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because the day I think they announced Donnie getting into that Hall of Fame, I happened to be over at uh, Egg Mac uh, shops over there. And I said, congratulations. And I don't think he even knew. Oh, really? <laughs> He's like, but what? And I go, yeah. it was in 94, wasn't it? Yeah. Huh? What's that? When Donnie went into the national? Uh, yeah, the national, but now which one did he just get? Didn't he just get Red inducted? Red, Red River. River. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Which is oh, covers yeah, yeah. Uh, Glendon, I think. Yep. And, and Fargo. Fargo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I asked you the question, uh, Jeff. Now I want to ask Kevin uh, your biggest win ever. Have you got one? Um, oh God, I, probably the feature when I beat. Won the track championship against Dale. Mm-hmm. I mean, we battled so hard that year. I, I this car, that orange car that they showed. I it was three weeks late, so mm-hmm. I was kind of out of the running for points. I finished second in points, but I ran fourteen features that year. I won seven. Dale won seven, and I lost the points champion because I missed, you missed a few races. Yeah, and. Uh, so I ended up winning that. That was a good one. We battled, and I passed him, I think, with a lap and a half. I just followed him and followed him. Mid-season, I'd followed him, and he got in the corner, and it was kind of dusty, and he locked it up, and I got into him and almost spun him out, and I I ended up having to lock my car up, and I ended up spinning out, or I would, I think I could have got by him, and, and I was just waiting, and I thought, I ain't doing that again in this feature. <laughs> I just waited and waited, and he kind of got a little high coming out of four, and I... I just went underneath of him. I think by the in a lap and a half, I was straight away ahead of him, and I was just put that thing down. and I was gone. Now oh, that was a big win. Wow! You know, you guys talk about battling it out with uh, <clears throat> some of these other race car drivers. Um, any of these battles at the end of the night ever get heated for you, Jeff? You ever you ever have words with anybody? Uh, in the eighteen years, Mike and I were together. There wasn't too many, but there was a couple. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but it usually got mulled over in about five, ten minutes. Yep. You know, Anybody but. you actually just couldn't stand, and you don't have to say full names, but uh, was there anybody you couldn't stand racing against? In hobby stocks, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Not sprints? No. Okay. Okay. Uh, basically not. All right. Same question for you, Kevin. Um, anybody that you really couldn't stand, or did you ever get in any Tussles after a race or heated debates? Many. Yeah? Many. One time when I got tipped over in a late model, rolled it three and a half times, a guy drove underneath me, and yeah, I was ticked off. For, mm-hmm. for Destroy the car? No. No? really. Didn't hurt. Didn't do much. That was cr- it was crazy flipping it three and a half yeah. times. Yeah, yeah. But then... I was mad at John Seitz when he took me out the night he got national champion. Mm-hmm. And, but two, Would, two, uh, two beers later, it's gone. Yeah, and, yeah. and okay. You, know, you get out of that car, you're just steaming. Oh, right. sure. And, and now let's, let's switch these around now. If you would have been battling for national points and it was you and him, the complete opposite, would you have done the same thing? I've done it many times. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I took a guy... Uh, that's a straight answer. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. pretty, that's pretty I, solid. I, I still can't even remember who this guy was. And we were racing in Hamilton, and it was during the heat, I think. Yeah, yeah, it was a heat, and this guy would oh, just fly off the corner, and he'd just floor it and come right back up, right in front of us. And Brad Sang was following me, so I'm uh, just. Every time I thought, oh, I could get underneath, he'd come right back on the track and just about run right over you. Well, after about four times, he went right over my hood, bent my air cleaner. <laughs> I mean, his rear tire was over my car. I thought, okay, that's it. I'm done. I'm done playing. So I'm coming into the next lap. He does. He gets off the track and comes right in front of me sideways. I just backed off, and I just 
went right on his car. I hit him in the <laughs> rear wheel. His car went around about four times, spinning off the track. Rear end went flying out of the car, and it just trashed it. <laughs> I just kept on going, and Flagman looks at me and goes, puts his hands up like, I'm like, stops me. He goes, what happened? I said, well, if you didn't see it, if you haven't been watching the race, you should get a different flag, man. Yeah. Brad Sang comes in the pits and he goes, that was the coolest thing I ever seen. <laughs> he goes, I've never seen a car do 360s like that in my fast in my life. Oh, God. <laughs> the guy's flipping me off, screaming at me outside his track, and I just pointed at the pits, come and talk to him. Yeah. yeah. Did he? Did he? No. No. And uh, I still don't know who it is. Yeah. You ever, uh, <laughs> you ever just. You ever end up going at it with a guy, fisticuffs no. or nothing like no. that? I've had a lot of guys coming after me. Into yeah, this. yeah. No, I usually, yeah, I'm, I'm mad for about five, ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you sit back and think about, okay, well, it, it's done. We're good. I'm good. Anybody I, you ever over. hated racing against, Kevin? Yeah, lots of them. Tom Corcoran. <laughs> right now my phone's going to light up again. Yeah, here, here we it, go. It's the only and, reason because when I went late models, I, I never had a motor program, a mm-hmm. car program. I usually ran old. My brother had the new car. I had the crap, you know. I just, I hated them because I couldn't beat them. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. right. I and, mean, they and, were tough. And by the way, Tom Corcoran, uh, you will be getting a call from us here at GFPS because uh, when we keep doing these Hall of Fame series shows, uh, we're going to get you back in the studio too. Tom's been in here before. But um, uh, one thing I want to ask you, Kevin, um, I want to hear the uh, Doug Wolfgang story. Oh, God. Do, uh, do we have a good. few minutes? We've, we've got a few minutes. Okay. And I got I to gotta tell you one about Pat Miller yet, too. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I better write this down, Pat Miller, okay? When Doug was running that 71 car at the end, we're, they, had, uh, they were running a special, I can't remember, it was some sprint special from Fargo and Grand Forks. Yeah. Uh, they had the Supers racing with them in Fargo, and they had late models in Fargo, or Grand, Grand Forks. Forks. So I get to... I get to uh, Fargo, and after the races, I went to and got my check, and I'm w- walking back to my car, and this big motorhome's pulled up right up to my race car. And I could hear him talking to my pit crew, asking them, hey, do you guys know where there's a 7-Eleven around here where we can get beer? And they're, like, looking at him. Like, they're from Grand Forks. Like, they didn't know what to say, and... So I walk up and I heard him say, hey, do you know where there's a 7-Eleven around here uh, where you can get beer? And I look up and I, it's Doug Wolfgang. I look at him, Doug! Like, I know him. <laughs> Buddy! <laughs> he has no idea who this guy yeah, is. Yeah, he's like, I said, ah, you're in North Dakota. You don't, we don't have 7-Elevens. I said, you just go to any bar, just bought off sale, whatever. I said, you need beer? I got I got a beer sponsor. Come on, get out, and we'll uh, I'll give you all the beer you want. So we sat around for two, three hour, or hour to two hours drinking Red Dog beer, nastiest beer ever. Yeah. <laughs> there was a sponsor on my card. Found out later I didn't have to drink it. I could have drank Miller Lite. <laughs> and I'm like, why didn't you tell me that? So I, we're sitting around and we had bottles and we'd crack these bottles and they had some weird sayings in them and we're laughing at God. And I'm like, okay, I'm not racing tomorrow on Grand Forks. So if I bring my diecast cars there, will you autograph them for me? Oh, sure. Yeah, bring them. So he goes, well, we better get going. We uh, got to stop and get some beer for the motel. I said, well, don't stop at the motel. Here, I threw him a case of Red Dog. No, we're good. We're good. You don't. You got enough. Be- no, he goes. You got enough beer for the night. So I'm in in the pits Nick or in the stands the next night, and I'm either going. I can't remember if I go into the restroom or beer gardens or I'm walking down. His wife's got a stand on the wall selling t-shirts, sweatshirts, and that. She sees me and points at me. Hey, you get, get, come over. So I walk over there. Yeah. She goes, Aren't you the guy we were? Drinking beer with last night in Fargo? I'm, yeah? Doug wants to talk to you. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> Kevin, I got the craps really bad today. <laughs> and she goes, I can't sit in my seat. Did you uh, bring your diecast? I said, yeah, I got them. And she had this beautiful sweatshirt with the Wolfgang on it, and Wolf in his car. 
I said, hey, if I buy that sweatshirt for my wife, will he autograph that too? And she goes, well, it's already got his signature on it. I said, no, it's got to be autographed. Plus, I got to write a check because I want to write a check to Doug Wolfgang. Yeah. For proof. <laughs> so I get there and I get to the pits and there's a long line. I'm at the back and for some reason he sees me way at the back of the line. He points at me and goes, come here. So I walk right to the front and first thing he goes, what in the hell was in that beer you gave me last night? He goes, I was so sick. I didn't think I was going to race. It was tonight. really a diuretic with alcohol. <laughs> he goes, I almost didn't race tonight. And he goes, I'm like, oh, you got bit by the dog, huh? And I said, I got a bunch of Miller Lite in my car. Do you, uh, do you want uh, some Miller Lite? He goes, I don't think I'll drink for another week or two <laughs> or a month. Yeah. Yeah. The stories over the years are great. Oh, God. I, and, and, I could write a book. And we're going to get to the Pat Miller story, but this reminds me, it was years ago before I even started working at the River City Speedway. I think it was... Did they bring the ASCS guys in here one year or the All-Stars or something? But right, uh, I, We had NCRA and IRA. Okay. It, it was uh, Jack Haldenschild was uh, in town to race. I was sitting on the deck of the Blue Moose with, with my wife. He pitted right next to us. Okay. Okay. And I've got a picture in my garage of him. That's right. Trailer. I've seen Mike, that. Mike was feeding him Coors Lights. Yep. <laughs> And, and he pulls up, this big, fancy motorhome pulls up in the back, and we're sitting out on the deck, and I'm looking like, who the heck is pulling that was in a, something? That was a gum-out show. That's what it was, yeah. I was on the other side of his trailer. Okay. Well, I'm sitting on the deck of the Blue Moose, and all of a sudden, here's Jack and his wife and kids or whatever it was, and I went ape. I mean, and... Next thing you know, he's in, I invited him, sit at our table. Come on, come on. I spent, I think I had every nickel in my pocket I spent on making sure him and his wife had all the beers they wanted, but um, ended up being a, just such a nice guy. Well, the same day, we were sitting in Whitey's on the boardwalk there, and I played Jack three games of pool. Mm-hmm. I was a pretty fair playing pool player back yep. then. Jack's waxed my ass all three games. Yeah, yeah. And Patty, his wife, looks at me. He goes, he's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Jeff, I want to hear the Pat Miller story. Uh, a lot uh, of us, I don't know, Chad, you might not remember Pat Miller. Don't remember uh, Pat great Miller. Great sprint car driver back in the day. Tell he, I want to hear he this story. number 12, 12-pack 12 car. He, had, he was always sponsored oh, okay, I saw by pictures. Miller Lite mm-hmm. or Miller Genuine Draft. He had the same sponsor, Miller. had the same sponsor. Yeah. Oh, Wayne, he pray- Wayne Gust used to take care of all these. He, he probably drank Miller Lite and, and Kevin drank the Red Dog. I only. I, I don't only know how the red dog thing out. came into fruitation. <laughs> <laughs> fruitation is they all right. They used to start me out Miller Genuine Draft, mm-hmm. and then halfway through, and I switched to a Miller like. Oh, yep, oh, yep. Yeah. Pat had the Genuine Draft for a year or two, and then he went straight to the light Miller light. Yeah, as long as it had Miller in there, he was fine right. yep. with it. Yep. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. I couldn't ever drink that stuff. But all right, let's hear but this anyway, story. There was one night in Grand Forks. Uh, it was in the late 90s, and the track was extremely tacky and extremely rough. Perfect. There were rollovers in the heat races, <laughs> the features. I mean, I think like nine cars finished. And as everybody's piecing their cars, and I think Mike and I, we, we came home in one piece. Oh, and, but And we, we always pitted next to Pat right. the whole time he raced. Well... After they're piecing Pat's car back together, you know, and all the fans are coming to the pits afterwards, and these little kids walk up, you know, Pat's signing autographs, handing out pictures while Chris Johnson and everybody else is putting his car back together just to get in the trailer. And Pat's sitting on the edge of the trailer signing autographs, and these two little kids walk up, and this one kid goes, you know what, of all the rollovers tonight, yours was the best one <laughs> And Pat looks up at this kid like, what? <laughs> Yours was the best one. Yours was one. the yeah. best. I'm a fan of you his little, his little brother goes, what, wasn't it? He goes, yeah, yeah, it was the best one. <laughs> it was the best <laughs> I mean, it was way better than any other one. That is How so does that funny. make a driver feel? Yeah, you had the best yeah, rollover of the night. Pat is a classic, man. Hey, oh, I, want, uh, I want to get this in uh, since Ryan Flayton is now watching. Can, can you see this? This is in Jeff Liebrich's, Liebrich's uh, scrapbook. How cool. And that is a picture that Ryan oh, 1989. Flayton, 1989, That's Ryan. That's scrapbook. Look at that. 
You were a pretty good colorer back in the day, Ryan. Yeah, he kept everything inside the lines. Yeah, look at that. He was probably about four back then. Yeah, I think the hardest part was spelling Lizakowski. Yeah, that is uh, so cool. That, that's pretty neat. How about yeah. that? I'm glad you brought that scrapbook, man. That's cool stuff. I, I got a uh, story about Jack that night you were talking, you were parked on it. Uh, I It's after I retired, and uh, uh, a guy from Cavalier wanted me to run his car. And I'm like, ah, I've been out a year and a half. I'm like, nah, I don't think I better race this. I don't want to embarrass myself. So I he talked me into it, so... First night we came out, started tail end, finished second. And it was mid-season championship. Finished second to Bobby Eckert. Next night out, I started up a few more spots. But that night we pull in, and Jack Hodenshell's got this beautiful trailer in the pits. We pull up with a 1978 GMC Indy pickup with rust everywhere. <laughs> Open, crappy old trailer that... The car was not eight years old. Mm-hmm. The sides were flapping. His head, the body was three years old. Was, the flap, the sides are just flapping. And he looked at me and he just says, "What, the, you know, <laughs> what the heck is this?" Well, we went out. We won the feature by over a half lap. Wow! And we started towards the back. At so on, Mooney was sponsor or at, announcing. announcing yep. And, yep. Uh, and he's like. After I won the feature, he goes, ah, I know Pat Fuss has been out for like a year and a half, but doesn't he realize he's got to stop out front? And what was his, uh, I come blanked right now, that always did the... Norm. Norm, yeah. yep. Norm, he goes, he's on the back straightaway whipping all these. You can't see him because all the smoke from his tires. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm back. I did like five, six crappies because I thought, you know, the last night I walked out of this place, I get handed Brad saying a... Feature win, I said that this has made it made my day. So I come pulling in the pits, and after I got done, and Hodenshaw looks at me and goes, "That's freaking awesome." <laughs> That's all he said. <laughs> that was freaking awesome. Yeah, perfect. Uh, yeah. By the way, Ryan Flayton did get back to us. Nothing about the picture. Uh, great guest today. I always looked up to both of these guys. Still do. What did it mean to I do to him too? Yeah. I saw, I he's such my, a great I guy. I sold my last sprint car to Ryan. Is that right? Yep. Yeah. He he cleaned out my garage. I got a new water, I got a new uh, oven and uh, refrigerator <laughs> out of it. <laughs> You're one of the only guys I know that's got an oven in his garage. That's nice. Um, I, before we get out of here, there's no uh, oven in my garage. No. Oh, oh, I thought you meant in your garage. No, I, I know it went in the house. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, he, he said from selling that he got to buy himself an oh, oven. Okay, and. Gee, see, that's why I show up Chad so I can. It. Yeah, he's, it. that's why I just show up. I just make sure. Well, that's it. The intellectual. Well, he's, he's the only one not drinking beer either. Well, I got the Coke. Well, he's got to work. He's on Coke. Yeah, he's on Coke. <laughs> yeah, he's on Coke. That's better. Uh, you got some of the Canadians watching us. Uh, William Dick up in Canada. Uh, hey. Man, I can't wait to see you guys again. Oh, hopefully yeah. next year. I hope. Uh, you know what? Tell that. Uh, what do they call him up there? A prime minister, whatever they have in Canada. Yeah, Trudeau. Yeah, yeah. Tell him to grab his ears and pull real hard, and let's figure this out for next season. Uh, one more question, guys. Uh, oh, Brett Anderson. The best part about drinking with Jeff in his garage is the stories that he has to pass on, and that's what we do with this show. It's basically we sit around, yeah. we have a couple of cold ones, and we reminisce, we BS a little bit. Um, I'm so glad you guys came on. And, and my last question for you is: uh, We're an hour deep into this now, and um, what did it? Hour? Yeah, well, 59 minutes and 26 seconds. What did it mean to you, Jeff, to get inducted into the uh, River City Speedway Hall of Fame? Accomplishment. Yeah. Did it surprise you or not? When I got the letter from Darlene mm-hmm. in the mail, I opened it and I'm like, "What's this?" And I just sat there at the kitchen table and went, "Uh, yeah, I right. totally unexpected." Mm-hmm. And you know, this is something we've been preaching at you guys ever since you sat down here at the table at GFBS. Uh, well deserved, man. I mean, everybody knows you guys. I never thought I had the stats. I mm-hmm. didn't either. I Tom Corcoran was the one that convinced me that, and Tom, Tom and actually Tom is the one that says. It's what you put in and what you yes. contribute. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And Tom. I still don't believe it. But I am going to say Dale Skitlin needs to be in the Hall of Fame. Terry Sanders. Bob Barker. 
Bob Blackwood's too. He could go on and on. Terry could be in there too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's but right now, Dale Skitlin. Yeah. Stats alone he should be in there. And you're hitting that table with authority. So I know you mean this. Personality conflicts that are going on with this. And the Hall of Fame committee needs to get their head out of their ass and get this right. Okay. All right. Kevin, what did it mean to you? I like it. To get inducted? Well. I know you had a great time during the induction. uh, You had a lot of family members there uh, and stuff. I think 75 made it to the picnic. Wow. They came from St. Cloud, Minneapolis, Richardson. Some would have made it from Wyoming and that, but I had my pit crew. I had my very first pit crew there. I had my last pit crew that was with me for years. I know Jeff did too. He had a great turnout. But I I look at that wall, and I look at everyone that's on it, you know, from the start to now, and I'm like, wow. I watched and grew up all of them, and car owners, knew all, I knew everyone. Pretty much everyone on there. I can't believe I'm in there with my hero, Dwayne yeah. Anderson. That, yeah. yeah. See, yeah. Dwayne Anderson. That's why I ran the 94 Jeff, number. That, I think that's... That's yeah. huge. And me and Jeff, that was my first hero, too. So we mm-hmm. have, that's our common deal. Don Mack was my first sprint car. Mm-hmm. I mean, we followed uh, the old track in Langdon. But to be inducted with all them guys, it's like your peers telling you, saying, good job. Yeah. 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 100% and, it is. Yeah. And, it's and, an honor. That's the best plaque... I, the rest of the trophies I've gotten, up 200 and some, I've given away many of them. Oh, mm-hmm. and by the, the way, same page with one. Dick Urich and oh. yeah, oh yeah. I mean, go look at the names on that list. Oh. Buddy Larry Corcoran, who lived across the alley from Swanglers, me, and Jim Corcoran, and I, I mean, I mean, we could go on and on and on yeah. and on. Just, just to be involved be with that, I mean, it's a huge deal. Yeah. It's yeah. a huge deal. Very big honor. Yeah, I, I know. I I wasn't weren't around for you. I wasn't here yet. Um, for for yours, Kevin, but. Watching yours last year was was pretty emotional. Yeah, uh, you could definitely is. tell it was like everybody around you. It just it, it it's an awesome feeling. Mm-hmm. I sat right behind. Them. It was very surreal. You know? Yeah, it was just a, it it was just cool as as a race fan sitting there because John was doing it because it's my first year. Um, I just sat back and watched. It was like holy this this means the world to that man right there. And then and everybody else you went in with, it was Sit just so cool. It was like a blur the whole night. Yeah. It is. It is. You, you couldn't stop smiling, though. Yeah. Because you're here, picture here, picture here. Picture I sat here. right behind him in the grandstands, yeah. right, be, to, right behind him and his group, and they were having so much fun. They were so yeah. proud. But watching you and Mike talking after everything, that's a, that meant everything to mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Yep. I was the one. I was calling for since I got in to get him in. I, you know, I'm like, hey, put Jeff Lee for the guy. Yeah. You know. Well, it's deserving. I mean, yeah. look at. Yeah. I know a lot the, of people did, too. Look at the people that followed this show today. Oh, uh, yeah. And how many people have just commented on it. You guys, I know you guys don't feel it, but you guys are legend in the sport. And it's awesome to sit here and talk to you both. Wish I had as many wins as this guy did. Right. <laughs> hey, uh, you're still going, though. Yeah. I wish I had as many wins as Leo did. Yeah. 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 Or Tom I, Corker. A thousand, yeah. Thousand wins. Thousand wins. Wow. I couldn't believe what I read that last night. Yeah. You guys, uh, both of you, thank awesome you for coming show. in. Oh, I loved it. Awesome show. Yeah. Well, that's the first Thanks, of many, well, at least a few more Hall of Fame shows we've got coming up. Let's do it. Uh, again, thanks to uh, my bull ring boy brother, Chad Hoff, Jeff Liebrick, Kevin Pappenfuss, a couple of Hall of Famers here at River City Speedway. Special thanks going out to Integrity Fundraisers. Let them help you raise a little money. They can do it in a couple of weeks. You know what? They can help any school, sports team, youth group, nonprofits. Help them all raise money for much-needed funds. You can purchase personalized water bottles or mugs with your name and logo. They also do uh, all kinds of things. Barbecue sets, cutting boards, poker golf sets, growlers, flasks, and more. And if you're in need of business cards or maybe brochures any printed materials or laser engraving and shipping check them out three million dollars raised locally over three hundred ninety thousand students served they can help you too integrity fundraisers in the grand cities mall call them up 701-402-2171 they've helped us out they can help you too let integrity fundraisers help you all thank you all for texting us today Uh, What a great audience, and what a great cast today. Again, thanks to Chad Hoff, Jeff Liebrich, and Kevin Pappenfuss. Wow, tomorrow, we're going to wrap up the week with some music. 
Jansonia and Cold Sweat will be in the studio to perform, and these guys are good. So make sure you like, share, and tag us, everybody. We're Grand Forks' best source, giving Grand Forks an identity again.